0: On this week's episode of Friend Code, we're talking about the most recent Nintendo Indie World Showcase. Hello, everyone. Welcome to a new episode of Friend Code. I'm your host, Michael Damiani. This week, I'm joined by Bradley Ellis. Achievements. Love to hear that word. I changed my mind this time. I like You're it. You're back. I'm back. <laughs> I'm back <laughs> Each week, I like or, Yeah, I flip up every time Brad is on this show. And as you heard, Daniel Budworth. Hello. How's it going? busy week we are uh if you didn't catch the patreon post we are actually recording this right before the game awards on thursday that's unfortunately why there is no uh patron uh early access version of this episode uh but it will should still be coming to you on friday as usual for everyone else um, there will also be no patron Q&A on this episode, because we got a lot of games to talk about. There were 16 games in total hmm. uh, at this Nintendo Indie World Showcase, as Blowworth had to correct me, because I kept calling it the Glo- Nintendo Global Indie Showcase, because somewhere I read, like, it just said that on, like, the YouTube. Maybe it was the stream title hmm. is what they called it, but then the email and the archive that they put up on YouTube, they uh. changed it, but I got it wrong. But that is what it is, Nintendo Indie World Showcase, and... I feel like this is a bit of a surprise coming out right this week with the Game Awards State of Play. Usually, we get one of these in the beginning of the new, uh, like the beginning of each year, right? And this came out the end of the year. Mm -hmm. Were either of you kind of like surprised we got any kind of like Nintendo Direct? Yeah, I guess
1: just because it's right before the Game
0: Awards. Yeah, but I ain't complaining. I think it's more blood. Like, tell me if you agree with me. I think it's more a testament that Nintendo will just do what they want to do. Whenever they think it's the sure. right time to do something, they'll just do it. They're trying I, to go on like historical patterns isn't always the best. Yeah, I don't think going at. on
2: historical patterns is a great uh, great way to go with it. But I do think that there's a little bit of, you know, like not everything in there and even not a lot of that stuff. But uh, in terms of being released around the Game Awards, you know, like there's like a special scaper demo. Right mm, now. You true. know, and it's like they just like basically, you know, gave awareness to that game. Uh and then there's another uh what was the other one? Oh, uh Super Mash? That's the game, right? Oh, that Mashes again. Yeah, Yeah, so the yeah. same day that they announced that on the du- the direct or the-, the video, uh that came out on the Epic Game Store. So it's Oh, okay. You know, so like these things are all kind of seem to be like lining up timing-wise towards, like, hey, you can get this on the Switch sometime next year,
1: or you can buy it right now. A lot of these you probably wouldn't see at the Game Awards. I guess when we think Game Awards, we think more first-party stuff.
0: For sure. I don't don't think anything that was in this showcase probably would have qualified to be in Maybe. I mean, our Wild Hearts was there last year. Yeah, Yeah, that's true, but I would say I feel like Sinar Wild Hearts might have been more exciting to me than or a bigger deal than maybe one or two announcements in this. I think maybe one or two could have qualified from this. But uh, on the whole, though, like there's always been crossover, though. There, eh, going back to what Nintendo had previously done, there would be an indie direct uh that would usually precede a proper nintendo direct especially at the beginning of the year and one of those games might be in both or an indie game that wasn't in the indie showcase suddenly appeared in, a week later in the proper direct so yeah, yeah you never know what these mm-hmm. you know what judges
2: the other thing i thought was kind of interesting is all of these games obviously they're all 2020 games But like they all kind of spread out through the year in terms of the release dates. They're not focused on first quarter. It's like some of them anytime twenty twenty. Some of them late twenty twenty. Some of them summer twenty twenty. So yeah, it was it was really interesting. It was almost like here are the big indie games to look for for all of next year.
0: Yeah. Part of me thinks that maybe it was Nintendo was trying to get some uh, just some releases out there for 2020, mm-hmm. because aside from uh, Tokyo Mirage Sessions, the, the Wii U port in January... Uh, yeah. And uh, Animal Crossing. Yeah, they've
2: got Animal Crossing, Tokyo Mirage Sessions, Xenoblade.
0: At some point in 2020. Yeah, it yeah. Doesn't have a
2: full date yet. Um, and then Snack World, which I know nothing yeah. about. Yeah, I don't. That's on their calendar mm, right they, now.
0: There weren't a lot of hard dates or even like windows, and a lot. Some of these did just say coming in twenty twenty, but some had early, mid, late twenty twenty. So we're getting a better picture. I think this helped started to paint the picture of twenty twenty for. For Nintendo, and even not all, even though not all of these are even only a few of these, I think are even timed Switch exclusives, mm-hmm. uh, or even timed console exclusives on Switch. Uh, it's this type of thing. I think you know it was good on Nintendo to get that out there, and hopefully they follow up. Uh, you know, with the, the, the Game Awards and with a first party direct next and month. In fi- yeah. yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, so let's talk about the the games in there. The first one they started with was Sports Story. The sequel Mm, to 2017's golf story, developed by Sidegar, uh, sorry Sidebar Games, Uh, yeah, looked pretty cool. Yeah, (laughs) instead of just picking another sport, just going all in. Yeah, there seemed to be a a focus on tennis as well as golf. Like they kept playing tennis a lot. Mm -hmm.
2: But it also is interesting because they they kind of played with the idea of like, yeah, no, whatever. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it was like they're combining you know, they sports. Start tossing stuff on the... Yeah. yeah, like he like hit the golf ball onto a mm-hmm. tennis court and then you saw <laughs> some of the other things and uh what else was in there? I'm trying to remember. It, so it was, was like volleyball, Yeah, like, was yeah volleyball there. was Soccer. in
0: there. It was uh they also talked about like some of the stuff will be more like leisurely activity. Like it looked like you could get on a fishing boat, maybe go mm-hmm. fishing, oh, okay. but it wasn't part of like more like a side activity. Mm-hmm. I mean they even said uh in on their website, like, pursue other passions while winding down. And they oh, okay. show a screenshot of fishing in there. Um, for those of you who aren't familiar with this, um, obviously a game about sports. But as in their own words, they say, not always about sports. Mm-hmm. Right. So you can do other things. They got dungeons. We saw stealth. We saw the uh, golf shot knocking out the surveillance camera yeah. there. That looked pretty cool. Mm-hmm. That's nice. Um, Minigames and games. Apparently, part of this a premise part of the premise of this game is going to be you're studying at a renowned tennis academy this Ooh, time. Ooh, cool. So, yeah, um, and then it seems like the golf mechanics are going to be more integral to solving puzzles and pr- and progressing sure, through yeah. more of the main game. Yeah. Um, did either you play Golf Story? I didn't get no. to. No. no. I heard a lot of people talking it up. At least. Yeah, this came out in 2017. The original. Um, this will be available exclusively. Uh, on Switch in mid 2020s so I think this is our only current con- like exclusive. They just said outright exclusive, right? So right. Uh, I think this is a pretty pretty good deal for Nintendo. Yeah, sweet. Yeah, yeah.
1: if the uh, first one did well, for sure. Keep it going.
0: This next one, no people are looking forward to this one. Oh. Streets of Rage Four. Oh H- heck yeah! yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, again developed by Lizard Cube, Guard Crush Games and Dot Emu who've done a lot of games uh, published by Sega. Uh, this trailer focused on the reveal of Adam Hunter mm-hmm. who when I I'm not familiar with the Streets of Rage series as much as some other allies here. So I had to look it up and they're part of the original game yeah. but they haven't been playable since that original yeah, yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. They've not been playable in Blaise over brother, like almost said. like it's been almost like 20 five years or something since he's last been played. Wow, damn. So probably longer, I think. Maybe longer than that. That's sweet. He's bad. Yeah. Uh yeah. So how are you liking this game? How it's shaping up like particularly the art style. I'm cool with it.
2: Yeah. I mean again, like we're not the <laughs> we're not huber <laughs> Um, but I, yeah. <laughs> I, more than anything, I just appreciate that soundtrack. So like yeah, once that started moving, sure. I'm like, everyone shut up! I'm just gonna listen to my headphones right now for mm-hmm. the next two minutes
0: as this trailer goes. It has a good soundtrack uh, yeah. just from listening to what's in the trailers. Yeah, I mean mechanically, it looks really fun though. It looks like it's gonna be yeah. good. You know, a brawler, good mm-hmm. brawler mechanics yeah, yeah, in there, yeah, yeah. good fights. Uh, I was, I think. I was surprised at first by the visual presentation Oh, because I was so used to like – The original style. Having like sprite artwork, but I also understand that this is an alternative to it. And there are more games that are using this sort of art style Mm -hmm. instead of going for just like strictly sprite-based, retro-based look. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Fully hand-drawn stuff. We just need to get Hubert to get his hands on it. He's excited for it. I'm trying to think. Huber has Huber played it yet? I, I don't, don't think know. he's gotten a chance. I to. I don't think so. Because I don't remember.
2: I don't think it was at E3. I when know. I saw it at GDC, it was like kind of covert. It was kind of <laughs> hilarious. Oh, okay. It's like come back around the other side, and then he like alt tabs over to Streets of Rage from the game that was actually on the demo station. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's the way to do it. Um, next up was Gleamlight. This was uh, the no HUD one. Yes, one? Yeah. Oh, yes. yeah. This one
2: is kind of weird to me. Yeah. This one, it feels like it's trying to uh, pull on Hollow Knight a lot.
0: Yeah, I got that vibe. Um, the first, I think the thing I, yeah, I get, I definitely get that vibe. I remarked how the protagonist, if that is the only one, looked like the He Man character whose oh, name right. is Orko. Have it here, Orko, yeah, Orko. Orko. <laughs> um, I have some details about it if you're, oh, if you're more yes. interested. Oh, yeah, yeah, So yeah, yeah. they did get some uh, on the. So you can find all the information that I'm summarizing here. You can go to uh, nintendo.com and go to the search bar at the top, type in any of these games. They have a game profile page. All these details can be found there. Really useful. Um, so. The person presenting this was uh, uh, Hidekazu Nakajima, uh, producer of the game. Uh, he's with D3 Publisher. Right. The name okay. – they've been around for – they were around this past gen, but, like, I haven't actively been aware of them doing much. They it's, were doing a lot more like, three, last six, gen, for sure. Yeah, the, the previous generation. Like, they were doing a ton of stuff. Uh, it's a 2D action game. Uh, it is a story of light, of gleam, in a world of glass stained in darkness. Um, it is everything in the game apparently is made of glass. Mm. Cool, is like the, the premise. Um, yeah, so everything, yeah, it takes on some form or shape of glass. And then the game has been designed to immerse players into the world and story without being obstructed by standard UI. Um, and the story behind what happened in this world and what is to come is apparently up to you. So, okay, they're letting you have a lot of creative, I guess. Freedom, I guess. Yeah, I wonder, they're they're kind of ambiguous with this. This isn't very as detailed as I thought, (laughs) honestly. I think maybe it's more like Hollow Knight where you can miss stuff. There's like optional stuff and how you proceed through certain parts will dictate when you see things. So whether it's more like that or literally you like make actual choices that will determine things to be seen. Um, And coming early 2020... Yeah, sweet. Yeah, I mean, I'm always for more games that like look in the style of a certain game. There aren't enough. There really, we haven't seen the like bevy of Hollow Knight clones just yet, so mm-hmm. I, I, I think this will be kind of cool. The no HUD thing has me interested because they seem so confident right. about the way you're going to receive feedback through just playing naturally. That really that makes me a little nervous. Like, right, I, like bo- when
2: you get into like a like really sticky situation.
0: That's a that's for me. I'll believe it when I see it because I feel like because they didn't
1: really show anything from the game. Like I don't have a From what they've shown, they didn't give us an idea of like any of that in action. Yeah, give you a clue how it would work.
0: It, it was, was like you're just getting, like, here's the visuals of it. Yeah, you got like, no hit one. by an enemy, then you hit them, I believe, was what yeah, happened. it's, like, it's okay. like, okay, yeah, sure. I can tell I'm getting damage. I'm taking damage, and I'm sure my character will like glow or some kind of visual cue or audio cue. HD let me know rumble. If, yeah, HD rumble. <laughs> Not on the Switch light. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I was intrigued by it. Next up was Bake and Switch. Oh, right. Developed by Streamline Games, they spent... A good time at the beginning eating food and telling you how they love food. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I mean, it's, you know, they're proud of it. Yeah, sure. And uh, they did look like they had some good food they were eating there. And you know a game about food, even if it's nice to have people who are passionate about food. It is you work as a team in local co-op with up to four players um, you are bakers who are trying to combine doughs to make bigger dough and get higher scores. Mm. So it looked – I noticed some. someone said – I don't know if it was blood, you, Blood, or someone else said it reminded them of Overcooked mm-hmm. yeah. a little bit.
2: Yeah, totally. But it was like – they're like bouncing like buns running around. Like the 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 dough is it's not exactly like like real regular food. So like the they, the doughs
0: are it sounds like yeah they look and they seem like they're alive and yeah, they like like track them yeah they grab them yeah and then you're doing all this because you're trying to appease the the hangry not hungry oh, hangry, hangry guardians <laughs> uh, so you're gonna go through levels to summon guardians satiate their munchies. And then you will gain their curry their favor so that you can defeat the Scourge, who are the main villains of okay. this game. So a little bit of lore behind this. Um, yeah, they say you can collect power-ups to freeze, electrify, magnet, and solar palm your way to victory. So a bunch of power-ups there. Cool. Love and then power-ups. there will be a PvP, pump, PvP mode. PvP mode. Oh, yeah, PvP they did say mode. that. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. yeah, like 2v2 or free-for-all. Is I forget this overcook overcook has a competitive, yeah, obviously, but like they don't have a way where you can go to the other team and sabotage something like like, do, P, no. like the nature of PvP. I don't think so. Yeah, um, yeah, it looks like a good group stream game. Yeah, it could be fun, probably qualify as that. Coming summer of 2020. 2020. We touched upon this game a little bit, but to me, this might have been the most intriguing game shown at the showcase. Uh, Super Mash. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. Developed by Digital Continue, the simple concept: pick two genres and mash them together, create a completely unique game. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: I mean, I feel like they're overselling the unique. Like, there's (laughs) got to be a limited number of combinations, right? So.
0: Well, it like started simplistic. Everything looked like kind of fan game level, Mm -hmm. the visuals and how things flow together. But towards the end of the presentation, the video. Things got way more elaborate and looked mm. a little bit more polished, yeah. and I was like, "Hmm, okay, this looks very intriguing." They had that on their on the site for or sorry on the game page for them. They say glitches and dozens of goals and obstacles change up the gameplay. So there's okay. going to be something about glitches, which part of the game? Yeah, yeah. it's kind of nice, like mixing up two genres like that. You know, it's kind of a cool thing. Uh, three difficulty modes six classic genres to mix and match so they're going to start with six and then it's going to be platformer action-adventure shoot em up metroidvania stealth and jrpg and more genres will be coming in the future mm. interesting yeah so they talked i don't know if you remember in the presentation they showed dev cards those little like right trading yeah yeah things. oh yeah yeah so Dev cards, you can customize elements of each mash you make, like enemies, players, mechanics, and environments. So you take the two genres, mash them together, apply a dev card, mm-hmm. and you can control some more of the specifics cool. there.
2: Yeah, so on this, there's like a setting screen. It says dev cards three active.
0: Yeah, so there's so probably like a amount you can activate at a time. Yeah. Yeah. And then you win mashes. So, like, that's the thing. You're supposed to like win them, I guess. Uh, when is requested by customers to unlock the mysteries of the play type machine and save the game shop from an evil threat hmm. so you know a little okay. bit of story uh, and this is interesting uh, we saw a little bit of this because he held the, the developer held up a code at the end yeah and he wants you you know even though it's not coming out till May of next year uh, every mesh that you make generates a unique mesh code that you can then share with others so I love that. that was an, that's an important thing. Not just being able to create, but like share share it with other people and see what they do. And as I said, over time, they'll be supporting the game with various content updates and DLC. They already said bringing more genres to it. Yeah.
2: Did you uh, catch this, uh, the glitch part? Did you you cover that?
0: I said there will be uh, glitches. Yeah. yeah. Okay. uh, Glitches and goals. So, like glitches that look like they obstruct you, maybe, I would assume. Yeah. And uh, preventing you from completing your goal.
1: Hmm.
2: But yeah. Yeah, they don't really say a lot about it. It just says it glitches in each match, mash change how the game is played. Uh but it's interesting. I was looking on here about the developer. It's uh by former Fifth Cell guys, Scribblenauts Oh, Delive. Scribblenauts team.
0: Yeah. yeah. Over from uh, WB, yeah. Well, that's seems... So they were
2: formed in 2016. And uh oh, they also uh created Next Up Hero. And jump stream on the PC,
0: which I'm not as familiar with. Not that Not familiar one. with that one, no. But I mean, this—I mean, just on the premise alone, I'm surprised if someone has done this before. I apologize, but if this is the we first time, one yeah, yeah if so, this is the first time done. I'm surprised no one has done it before. It seems yeah, like such a—I
2: feel like there's something in the back of my mind that like I've heard of somebody doing something like this before, but I don't know, like not in. As such a clear, like concise, easy-to-digest way.
0: I'm very curious to see as we, if we play this, or anyone who plays this, and they start mashing up, they see that it's mainly just, oh, there's like, genres, they already blend together and stuff. Like, this is just, mm-hmm. yeah. like, I wonder if it, 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 to us, who maybe are a little bit, like, have grown up more on, like, defined genres, and now... That's kind of like the lines between genres have been blurred, and there are arguments like, do we even need to classify games by genres anymore? I wonder if it'll like come to you know a head with this, where people are like, oh yeah, it's very. This sim- is just like this. Yeah, or- like oh yeah, no 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 duh, like this won't be as big of a deal as it you know mm-hmm. seems to someone like me, but I'm definitely gonna try it out. Yeah, I, I think. Um, I'm curious to see what other genres they add, like visual novel or something like that. Like yeah. I like to see like platformer and visual novel. Yeah. Like I wanna go like I want crazy stuff. <laughs> uh, the stuff they had there didn't seem like uh, seemed like they've already been crossover between those genres. So like stealth platformer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Stealth puzzle game. Stealth puzzle game. Yeah, puzzle games. mm <laughs> And a good puzzle game on a group stream recently. You should go check it out. Uh next they did uh, their first shadow drop. The Talus Principle Deluxe oh, right. Edition. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Just uh coming coming out on Switch. Just on Switch, baby. Yeah, another game, capitalized nair. Uh I think it makes
2: a lot of sense because Talus Principle isn't a game that uh number one is like it's not super technically heavy and number two it doesn't need to be.
1: No. You know, it's like yeah. it's all mm-hmm. it's
2: all mechanics, it's all, you know, it's kinda like portal puzzle solving. Um kind of a crazy story going on, um, that you you unravel as it goes, and then it's like, even then you have to interpret it a bit. (laughs) Uh, But it's a very cool game. Uh, Ian loved it, I loved it, uh, back on PC.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, there are some champions of that game here at Easy Allies, and if you trust Bloodworth or Ian's opinion, they speak very highly of it, so if you haven't had a chance to check it out and you're waiting for it, this might be your chance. Again, it's already and out. And there's a
2: lot of opportunities, Damiani, to like break puzzles. Like you can, you can find like non-canon ways of doing things. Non-canon. I like
0: that that definition. Non-canon. Okay. Next next time I play puzzle game, I'm gonna be like, this isn't a glitch. This isn't cheese. This is the Mm non-canon way. All right. (laughs) All right. Next up was Sailforth, uh, developed by David Evans, and also being published by David Evans. Uh, procedurally generated sailing adventure about classic, uh, classic naval action. Yeah, this was a yeah very simplistic looking game. Yeah, but it seemed to they were touting the physics and they were kind of like touting the fact about customization and acquiring more ships to build a fleet.
2: Yeah, you could actually control a, f- a fleet, right? Like you you have the one that you're individually controlling, but then you tell them to go other places. So, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm curious as to how, how well it'll w- work out. Procedurally generated
0: always kind of makes me like, oh. Yes. <sighs> sure, yeah. Because they showed like, oh, rescue a survivor on a random island, get into a fight, and it's yeah. like, it's always easy to show off the th- the fir- for the first time one of the things you'll be doing. But when that loop is – that, that's the only loop you're experiencing right. over and over for hours. And then places yeah. just don't
2: feel like they have any character. So it's like, why do I care about yeah. this island ver- versus another? So just hopefully they're able to There's overcome always, those things.
0: Yeah, that has seriously been my biggest issue with procedurally generated uh, like open world style games. Like dungeons and stuff, it's a different type of thing. But like an overworld – it, yeah, it loses some of its the special feeling compared to someone, a team that went and handcrafted an overworld. Totally. Where it feels like each place was purposely put into a spot for you to encounter and, and explore versus just, eh, we, we don't want to spend our time on this. We want to spend our time on, it, on other mm-hmm. stuff. This has been my general experience with it. Uh, but yeah, blood. you uh, Pick your own designs and colors for the sails of your boat. Um, you'll unlock new stuff as you play through the game. Uh, equip the ships in your fleet with a variety of weapons and equipment to modulate their capabilities. Uh, each playthrough is set in a uniquely generated map filled with islands and uh, various biome types. Hmm. Um, I don't think we saw any variation of that in no. the video. We no, just they saw... showed
1: like, penguins and stuff.
0: Dude. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Ice stuff. Okay, they did. They did. My bad. Um, at each location, complete one of many types of quests. So here where they were. From stealing treasure from a Skull clan fort to rescuing a f- uh, friendly sailor who ran aground. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay. Okay. I mean, but that's kind of like what uh, Sea of Thieves. Yeah. Yeah, went totally. Went to. the, <laughs> totally. The, the, the treasure part for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's like,
2: ah, still rating for treasure. I haven't kept up with it as much, but I don't feel like I... Remember a lot of NPCs outside of towns. So. No,
1: I think they added more, maybe, mm-hmm. but I haven't played in a long time.
0: Yeah. I'm curious how much appeal this will have. Me uh, too. Sailing, f- not just that, the sailing physics are based on uh, real buoyancy and wind force calculations. Whoa. Mm. Wind so, force. yeah. Okay. Um, find new boats as you progress, add them to your fleet. Uh, you can quickly swap control between the ships in your fleet. And oh, give okay. simple orders to the AI crew operating the boats you aren't uh, sailing directly. So we saw like the giving the order thing yes, in the video. Yeah, you have so much control
1: over your other boats. Yeah, a
0: bunch of weapons that are going to be available. Um, they said you got to have to keep track of the wind while in combat to avoid losing uh, tactical advantage. Basically, yeah, and they did mention. Yeah, the yeah. yeah.
2: Gulet had similar things like that yeah. when uh, in the E3 demos, and it's it's a bit of a challenge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're being shot and you're just trying to figure out how do I survive? How do I get the <laughs> upper hand? And uh and the wind is not in your favor. It is coming in 2020,
0: so yeah. Yeah. Um could be cool. Yeah. Cheers. I'm a little worried about it. Like it I feel like it needs to show more. I mean, the fleet thing might be the hook if it, it's compelling yeah. enough, but yeah, the fact that we've seen a, several games attempt like this. this, you know, a sailing the high seas concept, well, Bones, uh, where that game is. Who, yeah, like even, yeah, it's like where and Bones ago. And you said it's being made by like one guy, uh, it's uh, David Evans, yeah, publishing, the, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know if it's he's, solely he's, being developed he, by, you sure? yeah, you know, might be having some assistance, but it's a small team, it's an indie team, of course, but yeah, we'll see. Uh, this game. I feel like I've been hearing about it forever, and finally, uh, is coming out on. Finally, got Shadow Drop Switch, our second Shadow Drop. Dauntless. Oh, uh, yeah. oh yeah! I thought this was out already on yeah. Switch. <laughs> from Phoenix Labs, uh, they focus on their new content uh, update. S- yeah. Storm Chasers. Seems like everything's called Shadow Storm something lately. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got Iceborne vibes from this. Sure. Yeah. So th- th- this game, I mean, it's offering crossplay. Which is a big deal. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. And I think it is probably their biggest. Crossplay, cross save. Yeah. Cross save, cross play are a big advantage over Monster, Monster Hunter World. Yeah. Because definitely. PC and console audience are separated in, yeah. in that ecosystem, whereas in this, they're not. This is also uh, you know, the free to play model versus Monster Hunter World, where you have to pay in uh, for each, for the main game, and then uh, the Iceborne update as well. And yeah, uh, I. I haven't played Dauntless, but I've seen some people who flock to Dauntless and prefer it over Monster Hunter. And I've seen people who are like, no, Monster Hunter is better. And I feel bad because I'm not like informed enough to sure. like talk about the comparison there. Um, I've seen a lot of praise for the actual way you actually fight monsters in Dauntless. Hmm. Like a lot of people have been asking for more games to kind of ape that system that they're doing in there. But I mean at the same time, Monster Hunter World, like those like the fights in those. Uh, I I don't know. Like, those are pretty good, too. Yeah, I just don't know the (laughs) difference between them. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I apologize. I just haven't spent any time with uh, Dauntless. uh, And it's probably a game I should try out, you know, Mm -hmm. at some point. I had it on um, epic game store or something like a, yeah. o, a early access yeah and i, I played like a beta of it and i just never jumped into it i was like ready to go and then i i just didn't jump in and i feel bad but i mean they're doing a good. like it's clear they're like really supporting the game they're pushing for it. nintendo's behind it mm-hmm. they've yeah. been pushing it pretty hard too so um yeah i feel like it's might be like a for me like a warframe situation where that game is doing oh, fantastic sure, yeah and people love it i just haven't tried it out and to me I am aware of it and know it's successful, but in like my mind, it's like doesn't occupy a big space right. there. It's just like, oh, it exists. And it's kind of like, I feel bad. That's the same thing with Dauntless. So uh, we'll need to change that in 2020 at some point. But yeah, it's out now. Uh, go grab it for free on the shop. And it does not require an online subscription because it's one of the... free-to-play games are exempt from the Nintendo online subscription. Next up was... A game that's coming from some people. It might give you vibes of another similar type of game. This game is Murder by Numbers. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, for those of you hungering for a new Phoenix Wright type game. Oh, this game. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I feel like this is something. And a composer from Phoenix Wright. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Phoenix Wright, Ghost Trick, Vitaful Joe's composer. So it is developed by Media Tonic. Um, investigate a range of murders across TV studios, glitzy award shows, drag clubs, and more. Um, you interrogate characters designed by uh, Hato Moa, creator of Hatoful Boyfriend. Oh,
1: <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's funny.
0: Coming early 2020 as a timed exclusive for Switch. Uh, I do. I, I really enjoyed the Phoenix uh, Ace Attorney series games that I did play. I played the original three and uh the miles edgeworth game i think maybe okay and enjoyed those games um this the the visual style of this game looks great to me it looks it looks more it looks more appealing to me oh and, yeah even yeah
2: like it more than phoenix Attorney. yeah phoenix. I, I feel like that's well this phoenix is Wright. this
0: is where phoenix right would have gone here if it became like it just caught on more and became yeah. like something capcom would go back to more often here well, that's kind of the weird thing with Phoenix yeah. right? is it's,
2: it, it kind of, like, got to a stopping point, and then they're just, we'll re- re-release them again. We'll release them again.
0: Yeah, uh, they do, like, the HD re-release yeah. collection. There's, there's, I mean, I think the last thing we got was the last new game here, the crossover with the Layden game. Was that the last new... Might be. There's like, also
2: Apollo Justice, but I don't remember which came first.
0: I feel like Apollo Justice came first, at least here. Um... Yeah, which games. late and similarly it, it very yeah, and like yeah. very very close situation.
2: Yeah. <laughs> the, to, like they just put out the most recent the, one. On switch the mobile game
0: to switch. Yeah,
1: which didn't everyone hate that one? I
0: don't think it's <laughs> gotten very good reviews. I yeah. don't think people think very highly of it, but which is unfortunate because. I think it's the same thing. Like, Leighton, the first Leighton game just blew me away. Yeah. Had such a great time with the it. The first trilogy or whatever Yeah, it and was, then after yeah. that, it was just kind yeah. of, mm, like okay, okay I, I get it. We're just going to go through this. Um, yeah, same thing with Ace Attorney. Like, those games were really cool. Like, the courtroom stuff. This, uh, just, I miss it. I miss it. But, you know, early 2020... Uh, murder by numbers. Yeah. I have another chance to jump into that.
2: And then the numbers part is just like pick, like pick cross, cross type yeah. thing, huh?
0: Yes. Yeah, they had like the check like the like what was the thing about like blood type or something and they're like yeah, yeah, get the blood type for doing they it.
2: They basically did pick cross and then you got this weird blurry <laughs> pixelated thing You're like
0: oh there's a blood sample I'm like oh okay. <laughs> got it. Oh. Yeah. Uh looks interesting. This next one, I was the one who was just like uh, I was out of the loop on this game. I feel bad because I'm not very familiar with this series. Uh, Odd World: Strangers' Wrath HD. Mm-hmm. This A game, million.
2: I'm I I have limited, if any, experience. Like I I've, I've <sighs> seen it from afar, but
1: I played some of the first one on uh, PS1. I was yeah. gonna say
0: like I've. The, yeah, but the, this like, was the Xbox game, uh, yeah. So, this came out in 2005 on Xbox. Yeah. It has been re released on pretty much every platform mm-hmm. uh, under the sun again, action adventure game, and it has first person shooting mechanics. You shoot like live creatures out mm-hmm. of your yeah. gun, bounty, and hunter. Then, like, your it's bounty like a cross hunter. crossbow, right? Yeah, yeah, and you have like a bounty on you as well. Mm-hmm. So, you're like fighting against that. All odds coming January 2020, yeah, that's Brooklyn, yeah. nice. Yeah, this is just a. I think this is a good example of just finding something that isn't finding one of these like games that are like updated that isn't like a brand new release that's like a full price game, but also like I don't know. I don't know if I'd call this like is it was this an indie game originally? Because it came on Xbox in two thousand five. Was it then an indie game? Or is yeah, I mean, I'm kind of.
2: I mean, cause I, I think somebody else probably was publishing at that time. Yeah, because it developed it by Oddworld, Oddworld Inhabitants. Yeah. yeah it, or they they're, owned, they're maybe? releasing it on their own now, but okay. Hmm. Um,
0: like I wonder if they were owned uh, at one point or something like that. And yeah, I don't know if it's a matter of them
2: being owned so much as like I think yeah. probably like THQ or somebody
0: published it. Oh yeah, if they were published by original THQ and they went under, then that would right. make sense. Mm-hmm. But this feels like some of the re- like the re releases on Switch, sure, like those yeah. types of games yeah, that yeah. come out. They're like in the like the l- lower end of the mid, like from mid to low. They're in between that range right there. Just yeah. like kind of like
2: EA published the EA, originally.
0: okay, good old Electronic Arts. But it just shows like there's a, a wide range of games that are coming out on Switch, honestly, and. Um, I think it plays to its strength that there there just be a time where you are just like well, I just want to try a game and you just go look on there and you see something like this and yeah. yeah, think about I didn't see a price for it or something but I can't imagine it's going to be too much so um 30. what? 20 or 30? That would that'd be my guess. Dude, I I was like I hope it's 10. <laughs> 10 <laughs> <laughs> or 15. Hope it's 10. Yeah. I mean, oh, never know. maybe maybe it will I mean, be it's like only from 2005, 10. man.
1: Yeah, but But it it didn't seem like like anything crazy to it. How
0: much was turn? they're adding like the gyro controls and stuff. Yeah, but I also feel like Brad. People put games on Switch. They think even though it's not always a physical release, they can do like a a Switch tax. That's like, oh, you're getting the advantage of playing it on a hybrid system. Five dollars more. Yeah, we're gonna like charge a little bit more because we know it's (laughs) the more popular platform and it will sell on here potentially. This next game, I think, will make you feel a little bit more excited and better, Brad. Okay. Skatebird. Yeah. yeah. Skatebird. So cool. <laughs> which apparently is has a limited time demo right now so the as part of on the stuff. Games on Steam. Festival. Yeah. yeah which is part it. of the Game Awards, uh, or collaboration of the Game Awards for 48 hours. So by the time you're listening to this, it will be nearing the end of that, uh, the halfway point, I think, of that 48 hours. So hopefully you can still check it out. Mm-hmm. Um, developed by Glass Bottom Games, this just looked cool.
1: Yeah, it looks Super fun
0: birds skateboarding around. Yeah,
1: draw a little clothes for them and stuff. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> I saw someone. I don't know if it was in chat or somebody else, but like they, they made a good joke of like, I hope there's a hawk in the game somewhere.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that would be awesome. That does a nine hundred hawk yeah. on a skateboard. Like, I wonder what that is. He just shows up. It's like, that's I like was, the boss. I was doing this before. It was cool. Yeah. What's up? Explore lots of bird-sized parks, so that was the thing. Like, like, Everything yeah. was miniature. Uh, focus on simple controls, so nothing too yeah. crazy, yeah, nothing like too elaborate. Like Probably more Tony Hawk. And uh, they're focusing on the important stuff: finding fancy new clothing, uh, mixtapes, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and as the, in their own words, "burbs that need help." Mm. So you're gonna find NPCs who need your assistance. Cool. Um, uh,
2: mixtapes is interesting. I wonder if that will actually have any effect on what the music's playing. I kind of like that idea. Yeah, I'm they're like, touting. Yeah, they're touting. You have the, to the like find soundtrack. some out of the way cassette tape.
0: Yeah, and yeah, maybe. and you
2: get a new song when you do that. Yeah,
1: maybe.
0: I Hope so. But yeah, they're basically talking about like you unlock new tracks. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, so that that's is, like, like yeah, yeah and like lo lo fi hip hop basically. Oh, Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah, they're touting like a bunch of like underground bands for contributing music to the soundtrack. Coming late twenty twenty. Yeah, it's a ways off. This was the that was the stinger. There was like it was too too good to be true. Yeah, but yeah, that just looks like a fun yeah. time. I'm way into it. I wonder, bird. I wonder if the you said hawk and bird. I I wonder if I wonder if we'll see any kind of cameos in there other than that. And different birds. I want yeah, like Tweety. <laughs> okay, yeah, like Tweety. Like Tweety could be in
1: there. In this there Tweety shows up.
0: Tweety's okay. in there, man. <laughs> what? Like hoot hoot? I mean, what are we talking about? Oh, it's, it's like it doesn't have to just be birds. I mean, it could be other animals. Kind of does. I mean, okay, fine. It could just be <laughs> birds, fine. But yeah, get some get 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 some good bird cameos in there like Tweety. Yeah, are they just
1: going to be like Bird puns the whole
0: time with other famous skaters. Yeah, bird I bet I, no, I bet they do that. Bird Margera, I absolutely yeah. bet they do that. I bet they have at least two of those. Mm-hmm. Brad. At least two bird puns in there. I wonder if like the go will go really crazy with some of the later like courses. This mm. seems like the perfect opportunity to just do like. Yeah, insanity. they should go crazy.
1: Like, I want a board slide off a cat's tail or something. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, right to the street, like holding <laughs> yeah. onto a cat. Yeah. Like, oh like, my god. Yeah, get nuts.
0: Oh. Yeah, you just go through the zoo at the end. That's Mm -hmm. it. Oh, You can tell we're kind of excited for this game. Oh, yeah. Uh, This next one was pretty interesting for its presentation. Uh, Liberated. uh, Oh, yeah. Developed by Atomic Wolf. It's an award-winning playable graphic novel, a cyberpunk action-adventure game that unfolds across the pages of a comic book. Mm -hmm. So, like, each pane of the comic book, the panels, they have gameplay or input you have to do, which is... And it looked like pretty seamless. Comic
2: Zone on the Genesis, I yeah. think, did something like that. Yeah, yeah.
0: but not a lot of. I things. mean, this is I'm, like I'm kind of surprised no one has done it to this degree, mm-hmm. like this with like, narrative stuff. Yeah, and making it feel so seamless, like the the the, the having no loading is going to be pretty important to pulling mm-hmm. this off. Uh, yeah, they showed a lot of side-scrolling ac- uh, action, uh, gunplay, stealth. Puzzles and platforming. Yeah, uh, will be what. Oh, we,
2: you know, another game that was, sort of did that a little bit was uh, Fluidity on the Wii. Oh, I remember
0: hearing about. Uh, I remember this title, Blood, that's yeah. eluding me. Uh, so you visual. were you were it's moving? A tilt, it it yeah, water. The, okay.
2: The Wii remote to like tilt water around, and it also kind of had like comic panels.
0: Okay, I had no idea about the comic panels, or just forgot about mm. it for, after all this time. That's pretty cool. Um yeah they say it 's hand drawn story panels, so that 's pretty cool uh and then they say there 's gonna be multiple pr- perspectives, so you 're gonna take control potentially of different characters mm-hmm. and they yeah, showed totally. some characters in one of the shots maybe at the when end. your
1: characters could die or
0: something you' switch characters yeah i'm always curious about how like developers and uh how they put together something like that do they make it? What makes them decide to pick from the very beginning? You choose a character and just play through a path like that, versus you might find an optional character and you can switch to them, or at any point you can uh, any point between levels or something you could Change. switch between characters, like like Birth by Sleep, type yeah. Thing. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm always curious how they do it because I kind of there's there's I've just seen so many different approaches to it, and I'm not sure honestly which one I prefer. I, mean, I guess it depends depends on the genre, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like something like this, I might just want to play through. I- I'm thinking of like a Sin City for some reason yeah. you get those different stories in there. It depends and how narrative, like that. how yeah. strong the narrative is. If for this sure. narrative
1: is really like heavy, I would want to focus on one character throughout like their campaign,
0: then switch. Yeah, like I don't get like. A vibe that there's going to be like a gameplay reason for hey switch to this switch character. To this character. It, it definitely feels like you just said Brad. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be more story heavy, so seed through this total this perspective to the end, and then go back get this and other see other perspective. Yeah, yeah, you might have seen a character in like a few pages. Like, wait, wait, what was that? And then, oh, now I could play through their mm-hmm. perspective. How did they get to that scene? Like, I like that more. Yeah, yeah. Coming again, coming to first to switch as a timed exclusive. Oh in
1: 2020
0: 2020 baby next up i believe this is already this is already out on pc so this was just announced for switch boyfriend dungeon oh yeah, from yeah. kit fox games uh for those who aren't familiar f- with it uh you are you will date up to nine weapons from dancing swords to heart piercing daggers uh generated action combat dungeon uh wow generated action combat dungeons dungeons wow i wrote that wrong sorry and challenges uh, various gameplay styles, various combat styles, and then you're gonna your romance options will offer you male, female, and non-binary options for that. Um, and then the thing that they're touting as the biggest draw of this game: take your weapon babes on romantic outings, such as to the club or to the beach. Mm-hmm. There you go. Coming in twenty twenty.
1: With uh, the rumble, too, they made a with, point with uh, the HD rumble, rumble. They made a point of selling it, that. Yep,
0: they just said, and this version includes HD rumble, yeah. enough said, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, dear. Uh, yeah, this yeah, I it think it's fun to
2: see like Victoria actually presenting that. Yes, yeah, they let yeah. Victoria
0: present it, and I think this will probably do very well on Switch, sure. Uh, I expect it to said so coming 2020. I don't think it'll cause take that. Cuz again long. is
2: like kind of an indie thing. Is <laughs> like she's kind of having to do it all, right? Like she she was giving a talk at GDC uh which is where I first re- you know found out about her. Um and then um she's presenting her game there. She's also, you know, like designing, doing art, you know, and she's also like doing you know, she's like the lead PR contact for like all of these games that Kit Fox is, is handling, you know? so so she's like sending me all these emails about games. And one of the ones that, uh, Ian played on easy update a while back came through her.
0: That is a very talented person. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, again, I think I'll do very well on switch when it finally comes Mm out. Oh, sorry. skipped over this next one. Next one is, uh, dreamscaper. Oh, yeah. This, this one was one?
2: really – I mean, I remember it, but it was kind of hard to wrap my head around, like, it's what the heck like, was going on. Yeah,
0: it's kind of like the game where you, like, fall into, like, a dream state and <laughs> you, like, wake up and you're like, you remember what happened? No, it's not really it. Uh Developed by Afterburner Studios, it's an ARPG roguelite blending elements from brawlers, top-down shooters, and dungeon crawlers. Yeah, yeah your dreams were those? Yeah, So yeah, you every go to bed
2: s- and then you get a randomized dungeon? Yes, every yeah.
0: slumber is a different random dungeon. And you're playing as Cassidy, a young woman trapped in a deep depression, dive into her subconscious to take on the surreal nightmares she wrestles with. And then the one of the cool things they showed in there uh, was you could use something called lucid powers to, like, slow down and manipulate time. Got it. Um, so, yeah, that's a fun way of putting it, too. And then That's they also, so cool. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was pretty cool. And then, like, the kind of, like, Inception gimmick of yeah. going to people's, like, in the dungeons, you find a person who's, I like, guess, the in the dream or whatever, you could, like, talk to them and kind of try and influence them so that when, when you wake up or something... You talk to them. Yeah. yeah, Something like that. Uh, it will be available early 2020 as a timed console exclusive for Switch. Oh, okay. Switch. So PC first day probably, too. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. So it'll be out on Switch and PC whenever it comes out. Cool. Everything else later. I, yeah, I really like the art style for this game, too. Very, uh, Very unique. This next one, I'll say... I don't like to be down on stuff. This was the game that probably least spoke to me. Okay, it's probably the point the point of the presentation where I was the least interested. Unfortunately, The Survivalist. Oh, yeah.
1: no. the Escapist universe. I don't. Yeah.
0: I don't know why, but
2: something about these games just doesn't, doesn't click. Doesn't click with me. First, I've even played a little bit of The Escapists on the stream, and I was like, "This is really complicated, <laughs> and there's a lot going on, and there's a lot I can see that we could dig into." But I'm also just like it just don't f- it doesn't feel appealing enough for me to do that.
0: Yeah, it's no is not an indictment on the quality, what the quality of this game will be or the past ones. It's just strictly a matter of appeal. Mm-hmm. That's all. It yeah, is. art style. Yeah, uh, yep. being published by Team Seventeen. Uh, I want to say this because it's not mentioned anywhere. It's in the small fine print text at the very bottom. This game requires Switch online membership to access the online features. Okay. There is there is local and online four player co-op, but if you're trying to play online with others, it yeah, you obviously yeah. need that for this. Sure. So here here are kind of the details I gave about it again for uh, for those of you who didn't monkeys. watch it. Yeah, monkeys. Big thing is about yes, do you get you get to train yeah, monkeys to help you on the island, um, to help you with everyday tasks or when you go on raids. Um there's a day-night cycle uh, as you explore and uncover uh, your new island home. Uh, you are going to hunt and be hunted by animals for food. Um, you're going to help local inhabitants. You're going to get quests from someone called the mysterious stranger. Mm. Um, no, it says get quests from a mysterious stranger or find them washed up on the shore. So like a bottle. Yeah. A quest in a bottle. Uh, procedurally generated wilderness variety of biomes biomes is a very popular biomes, word within dude, Indian, yeah. i'm just gonna say that <laughs> yes. uh each player has their own unique world so when you team up with people and you go to their right. part, it'll look different from yours um the mimic system means a wide variety of functions can be performed by your monkey companions so there's like this whole like when you finally teach them it's part of this mimic system uh discover recipes to expand your food options items crafting you know just crafting trees are going to be in here everything you can probably expect from a survival game and you're gonna explore temples for hidden loot because you know there's gotta Gotta be hidden loot in that temple yeah and there's gonna be some legends of that hidden temple coming (laughs) in 2020 and i guess i feel like it's something you might have like for You've already played it, though, and you're kind of, like, saying... I haven't you, played that. I, I mean, played the previous a, a one. little
2: tiny bit of the Escapist.
0: <sighs> yeah, I do I do get sort of the vibe that it might be a lot to take in at first, but playing with four other people, I mean, three other people for four-player, yeah. might be w- the way you have to, like, play this, to, honestly. You know, if you, I mean, I think you have to play it maybe with four people. I didn't double-check that, but... But um, I think it's a good way, because they did yeah. that,
2: and they did Escapist 2, I think and i think and i want to say they've had a bunch of like different themed expansions and stuff. So i think it's it's a good way of taking a lot of the systemic things that they've already built and have working and then like okay, let's do this in a whole different environment, a whole different set of goals um and you know make make something that's it's not 100% different, but it's it, it doesn't feel like you're just repeating, you mm-hmm. know, you're just making a sequel.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just, yeah, I feel like I should try out this one just be, because I was so lost when they said part of the Escapist universe. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what? I was like, uh, I feel so bad that I have no idea what you're talking about. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I probably heard about one of these in the past and I just completely forgot and I completely apologize. Uh, some of the character designs, I got like a Bunk's Adventure vibe from as well. Bonks? Yeah. Is are bald? I, I mean, yeah. I mean, on an island too, <laughs> I mean sure be yeah not the best but uh but yeah i feel like i probably need to try out this one or one of them if they're another mm-hmm. one's easier to jump into just to like because four player survival type game seems like fun to play like one session of mm-hmm. at the very least um i just don't know uh i feel like these games are designed to like just constantly update says procedural generated so they yeah. keep, keep, keep me coming back but that kind of reward progression system, I don't think is enough to hold me for more than like a few hours, honestly. Unless I think they needs like something more for someone like me, mm-hmm. you know, like uh, oh, like the, the the rating the temples or something. Like we're going to be adding new temples, like specifically new temples at certain points or something like that. But I don't know. For some people, that might be this might sound yeah, fantastic. might be their jam. Yeah. Our final game. They wrap this up with their one last thing um they've done this for the last few. oh yeah they've done this for the last few um the most recent one was a. Uh, uh they revealed a cadence of hyrule i believe was the last one in the beginning oh, of the okay. year wasn't it i don't remember no maybe it was that one wasn't the, the last no that I was did two ago what was the last last one revealed something at the end and i'm trying to remember what it was now but i feel like they, they touted it like hey they said thank you to everyone and then we said one last thing and I, part of me wondered about the format of this because this game that they announced in the end was Axiom Verge 2. Yeah. To some people, this is a big deal.
2: hmm I think to them it's a big deal, too. I mean, and they, I think, they, they yeah, I was headlined say, I think it. They definitely headlined it and made it a big deal to them as
0: well. Yeah. Uh, I'll be honest. I think it's a good thing that they're that this is existing and having, but like I feel like this could have just fit in anywhere else in the show and would have had the same effect from someone like me. Sure, yeah. I, I feel almost like... They didn't need to do that. But, I mean, it's obviously nice to uh, Thomas Hat, uh, who's developing this, you know, showing that the last four years they've been working on this game <laughs> to get it out. They're clearly very passionate about it, so it's not a disservice to that. It's just I worry sometimes to like like just giving you my perspective that someone who sees it and they like kind of hype like they're making it seem like a little hyped up and they see what it is. Sometimes it has the opposite effect, mm-hmm. like oh that's this like this. That that's it. Axiom Verge two. I, I saw that Axiom Verge one looked like that Metroid game. Like okay, uh, I feel like it being revealed in the course of the, the presentation, even if it's just the last game and our final game, this is going right into it would have gone over better. It's not a critique of the game. It's a critique of the format of yeah, sure. uh, of this. And I'm sorry if I'm getting like hooked up on this really weird point, but for me, it just stuck yeah, out a little it's bit like as odd.
2: Like. Um. You don't want people to see it coming, right? Because, like, I think sometimes when they do that, it's like, "Well, you guys haven't talked about this game yet. It's obviously going to be here, right? Right?" And then when they say one more thing, it's like, "Yes, here it is. This is mm-hmm. the moment we get to see this thing."
0: And I don't think they even like when they revealed it. It wasn't even like a cryptic reveal because they showed right. Thomas Happens like, "Oh, you immediately know." Right. They're working on actually. Yeah, and too. I think that's so the it's other like, thing is like when n-
2: you do the other moment is like when you shoot something that's huge that just nobody had any idea, and this is sort of like, it's sort of like part of that, but not really, you know, because like this is, you know, this is going to be a really good game. I I, I expect, um, based on the first one, uh, but it it's it's still that's
0: not like mega blockbuster, sure, megaton reveal, yeah. I want to talk about the, the game a little bit, the reveal mm-hmm. here, because what well, they did show, vaccine Verge 2, it, it looks very appealing to me, though. So, on that yeah. point, yeah. Uh, again, developed by Thomas Hap Games. Uh, began development four years ago. They're going with a different visual style. That was the biggest thing, because yeah. the original one looked like a Metroid NES clone, mm-hmm. like kind of like that visual style. Mm-hmm. This is more. It's a little bit more advanced
2: than NES, but yeah, not quite as. It's going. Yeah, it is. Not quite as quote-unquote smooth looking as like super metroid either so oh so, for this new one or the, no, the r- original one original.
0: yeah it was like somewhere in between yeah. the original i would say it, it was doing stuff that obviously was impossible possible in the nes but like the aesthetic was emulating like the quote-unquote like eight bit ish like error mm. right there or is this definitely is like trying to emulate like this, this snes snes genesis type game like yeah well to me it feels more
2: like a arcade game at the time or even like he, something like you would see on Saturn. Like it, like, it
0: feels like it feel, yeah, it feels like Genesis Sega. It felt like a, I got a Sega vibe from this yeah. game, like for its aesthetic. And uh, there's been some other indie games that kind of last few years that also like kind of like share this like aesthetic. And like it's not it's not overtly unique, but like it still looks really good. It's very very good looking, and um, very vague trailer. Just a little bit of a tease. Um, new characters, abilities, and gameplay. Perhaps people played the first one could. Could have read a little bit more out of that, what they're changing and stuff, because I haven't, unfortunately, I've not played the original Axiom Verge. Mm-hmm. But oh, well, do that. <laughs> well, uh, I, yeah, I feel bad because I was told by, told by a bunch of people at the time that it wasn't, uh, I was going to be disappointed with it probably, and I was like, oh, okay. That's so weird. I mean, like, all right.
2: What are you expecting it to be better than Super Metroid or something? I mean, that's I mean, why you. I, I mean, it's a, it's a pretty good yeah. game. I mean, yeah, a, like... I mean,
0: not, at least come like on not on par with it, but like approaching it, I guess, mm-hmm. or at least be like somewhere in the vicinity of that. Especially now that we've gone like like it definitely focuses on some different things. Uh, it's been a while
2: since I played it, but like the the guns themselves are a little bit more of a focus.
0: I think also the like wasn't the character really small compared to the map? Or... Sure. That that um, was the one thing that was a little I think w-
2: there were some some issues with sound effects even though the music was really good.
0: Hmm. Okay.
2: Um but yeah, but then there's like yeah, if I remember right, there's like some some of the secrets are kind of like mind-blowing. Like really stuff you don't expect. Secrets. I like
0: secrets I love in these secrets. games. Yeah. Yes. Coming in Fall 2020. No uh, another game coming this year nothing about exclusive or anything no. like that it's just yeah it's gonna be on all platforms and yeah i think uh just based on the visual side of this alone like regardless of like mm. going back and trying the first one based on like you being like don't Eddie, you really should go play it i feel at the very least i'm gonna try action verge 2 yeah hopefully there's I, I expect there won't be any weird thing about oh you didn't play the first one you're not gonna get this narrative thing yeah.
2: yeah yeah i i I expect even if there is something like that, it won't have that big of an effect. Yeah. Very much gameplay.
0: Focused. What I saw from this, I'm looking forward to actually trying it out. So the kudos on that presentation. The yeah. very short video of it was very effective, I think. And that was the final game yeah. that they showed off. There was a, a game I did not mention because I do not want to take away anyone's thunder from this, especially Axiom Verge at the end. Because despite... I think it being pretty obvious it wasn't gonna be there. Still wanna address it. There were a lot of people I saw even our chat going where was Hollow Knight? where's Song?" Oh, oh. there are just so many people who like, for some reason expected it to be there and I am yeah. like I don't think so. I think it's no I think kind of yeah Hollow
1: Knight's bigger than that from like the rest of the games it seemed not like just
0: now. not just that. I, I people are expecting it to come out any like day now. It's I don't like wait I don't think it's this. Year. I, yeah, I, people I,
2: have, I, have been I mean <laughs> Potentially, we could be like looking like fools here because it could drop during the it Game could. Awards, right? I it was, was like going to say,
0: like, <laughs> this is s- like, <laughs> something that could actually be at the Game Awards. It
1: could, and but like, I didn't. E- I don't expect it to be. Neither, yeah, I see. neither I do either. I. Yeah.
0: I expect it to be, if there is a January or February proper direct, it mm-hmm. will be in there, and they will finally at least announce a release window for it. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's maybe
2: the other thing, too, that like that game probably will be out next year, but they're not at a point where they're like, Pin it down. Here it is. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I, I I don't think... It'll just be ready when it's ready. Yeah, I Because I got something... Yeah, because going back to an uh, older episode of Friend Code, I got I was really off base with uh, how easy it was to port the game. Mm-hmm. And I, I misspoke and was cl- uh, corrected uh, from statements from uh, Team Cherry that basically it was not the easiest of jobs. It actually was a bit of a challenge. It's why it took so long. Same thing with... Uh, Undertale as well. Oh. I was also criticizing Undertale, I think, as well. And both were basically, I was criticizing any kind of indie port to switch. I was like, why does it take so long? And got this lengthy explanation from someone who wrote in a correction at the time. I was like, hey, you, like, I developed this. Let me explain it to you. It's not like there is a reason for this. It's not BS. Yeah. So, them working on a full blown sequel to Hollow Knight that was originally supposed to be DLC, of course, they're going to like, and how long it took for the original to come out. Yeah, even if it doesn't come out next year, it's not going to be a disappointment to me. Mm-hmm. It's like you can come out in twenty twenty one, and yeah, we're good. Yeah, I'm, yeah, like get it. Yeah, get the get it right. Take your time. Yeah, take your time. Let it
1: cook. When it's ready, it's ready. Yeah,
0: I know some of you are like like it's really awesome. People are really excited to see more of this game, but you know that's why the original was so good. Got to be patient. Let them let them have their time to work their magic with it. But besides that, was there any? Any any game you were might have expected to have been in this one that wasn't there, no, or just not that I could think pretty of. much.
2: Just no, I, yeah, I don't know if I had any expectations really going in. Yeah. was
0: like let's see it. Yeah, I didn't know if they'd maybe do something with like a like Cadence of Hyrule, like a DLC thing or an update or oh, something like that. I feel
1: like if they do something like that, they'll do like a whole new game now. Okay,
0: because <laughs> they did do the the one update. Uh, they did like a small update to it. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I think it was in response to. Some people having a harder time with the game. They, oh, they okay. did some stuff More with it. More accessible Yeah, and I wonder, like, maybe, like, oh, well, I'd like a little new part of a map or something. But as you said, it, they probably, if uh, if it was accessible enough to warrant it, yeah. do it, like, a K&S Fire Firewall 2 or whatever they're going to call yeah. it. Mm. I guess I, <laughs> that has set up, like, a lot of the like, collaborations Nintendo has been doing lately, this generation. I guess part of my mind, I'm expecting another collaboration at some point and sure. like in an indie game collaboration is probably the more likely of them and for some reason there's like i'm just thinking of like france like series from nintendo that could use an update or use a new entry and would be well suited oh
1: i wanted uh we want um Yako
0: games to do a metroid game <laughs> oh sure yeah that 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 is one of them yeah. i mean yeah i've seen lots of clamoring for Yako games and or even way forward to get a crack yeah. at a, a 2D Metroid. I know yeah, there's been some clamoring for someone, one of these indie studios to take a crack at a, a new Kid Icarus game. Oh, sure, uh, yeah, for, we don't seem back. to be doing anything with yeah, it. Uh, on top of, please will you bring Kid Icarus Uprising to Switch? <laughs> so I, I've seen both of that. But I mean, there's some like a b- sort of neglected series, Wave Race. No, oh, like Star race. Fox, which is starting to get there. Do you have an uh, combat F-Zero. It's like, hey, you mm-hmm. know, is there any studio you can think of that you'd like to try making an F-Zero or a, uh, or a Wave Race game or anything that hasn't been – had or seen an update in a while? And, yeah, for some reason I think like F-Zero would be one. Like I could see them like just like give give it to someone else to try. They're not going to do you know, anything like with make it. Make it like a 2D one or something like that, see how that does. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that blood? So they, if they gave it to another studio to do um, another 2D style F Zero,
2: and you have any, th- I don't know about the 2D style ones. Like, I don't know if those make a lot of sense nowadays. I think they probably so go be, with 3D? Know, in a way harder to make. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't know if there's, I mean, obviously Shinon did those uh fast RMX, but I don't know, uh. Yeah, I don't know how well that did. Like that came out. The was it? Yeah, Fast RMX is the one that came out on the Switch, right? Fast Racing Neo was this Wii U game. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know where they're at with that, or if they if they would get an official uh, blessing on the F Zero. But <laughs> I mean, isn't... and there's also Red Out is also on oh Switch, yeah. which I haven't. I haven't, I haven't played, but that, that also seems yeah. like it's a little bit more on the wipeout side of things.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there are some studios out there itching at a chance for a Mm -hmm. chance to get that. But I mean, I don't know if you feel the same way, Blood. But for me, I just it's like just give Sega another, give it again to Sega. (laughs) Why? Like they did such a great job with it. But yeah, I don't know with Star Fox. There's been so many rumors with Star Fox. Uh, I mean, they're
1: very it seems like they're more open with that for I feel players. like yeah they're kind of like oh, yeah, I feel they like they're at the point where like, like yeah. they've
0: tried all they can and they just can't and they just don't down. know what to do with it so just give it to anyone and any any it's give it to anyone who's willing to try something with it would be like give it to the Ace combat team let oh, them make it Oh gosh yeah <laughs> What
2: in is it is Ace combat team did the
0: uh assault right Oh I don't know I I'm assault. pretty sure that, uh, You yeah. mean uh, oh, Star Fox All the art, n- never really, the weird arcade thing it was supposed to happen with the tr- on the Triforce arcade cabinet. Oh, I forgot all about, about that. that no, point? I was talking about Assault. I Namco so worked on
2: that so Yeah, I'm guessing that's Project Aces
0: mm.
1: Was it Project Aces? Well, that was like a DS game, wasn't it? No, no, that, no, no That, that, that was, this uh, was a GameCube oh, game, the game I completely That game forgot was that not That game
0: existed That game was not good, though For most, not oh, the okay. game Part was, of
2: the reason it wasn't good, though Is they put a lot of focus on trying to go on the ground Yeah, it so it was combat Yeah, that that Yeah, don't worry about
0: disaster. That. Just flying Flying's fine I wonder whose call that was put on foot I mean, they're probably like Oh, Star Fox 64 The on foot multiplayer thing was pretty cool What if we made it? It's like, no I mean, same thing with Star Fox Zero, the parts where you are in the other vehicles and it might as well just be like on foot type thing because you're mm. was like hovering around moving very slow. It's just. Same thing, like Star Fox Zero had some like good parts to it and they just didn't focus enough on the good stuff. And Or just add...
1: make like a smaller scale Star Fox game, I would guess. Yeah, that's what I'm kind of like thinking. Like a $20 like, a $25 $3. Star yeah. Fox game.
0: I know. The... That's
1: like the length of Star Fox 64 or something.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think there's something there. With Star Fox 2 and uh, Star Fox Command, you mentioned the DS1, the whole kind of like branching path, like choosing your own mm-hmm. path. I mean, yeah. it's kind of been a staple of choosing one of three paths, but like literally being able to go back and forth between planets mm-hmm. and stuff like that, pretty good. Like I like that concept and it, it, it's short. It's each session short, but you have a lot of different paths you could go through. So come back and replay it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I just want to see it's just Star Fox again. <laughs> There's, I feel like it's a wasted potential with that series. I, I feel like someone needed to come rescue that series and it never happened and Nintendo just couldn't do it. Yeah. I mean, there's obviously series that get the shorter end of the stick, to, mother. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they don't even get a stick. <laughs> yeah, they, they got, got taken away. Yeah, once they you got,
2: finish Draws of Mana, I get back to my mother
0: three streams. <laughs> yeah. I need to finish that game. Uh,. Yeah, I try to think of any other Nintendo IPs, like some of the more obscure ones. But yeah, I mean, for me, it's just F Zero and Star Fox. Like bring them back. Like Wave Race, I feel like they just cram into like. Uh, oh man, I Wii love Wave Sports. Race. I do. I want them to bring it back. I think it's the least likely. Yes, of the ones it is, Mentioned to get, but anything. I loved it. They should just, you know what? They should just put like a. You, did you play Blue Storm? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let's just put Blue Storm on Switch. Oh, like yeah. a, let's put, put a Wave Race bundle on Switch. Includes Wave Race 64, Blue Storm, and the, the game, game Boy, Boy, Boy game. game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The one that no one played, and no one, you'll play it for five minutes and be like, okay, never mm. mind. That's This is not Wave Race, but okay. Yeah. You know what they need to bring back? Mm. RC Pro M. <laughs> That's rare. I know. <laughs> yeah
2: i mean that actually would be good they, they haven't tried to do that other than rare replay right yeah
0: oh let's not get into Oh, uh, the golden eye stuff makes me so sad although the the leak stuff about it, it's done the rare replay had like original features recorded for it that got leaked like interviews mm. that actually tell like stuff about like why the bond the the bond licensing for the likenesses all that stuff all in there all shot all professionally done, just can't be released officially. It's like, brutal. Thanks. Thanks, but the that was all for the indie game showcase. We are recording before the game awards, so I want to wrap this up real quick by doing a fun little predictions thing. Predictions
2: that will be wrong a second
0: you hear them. Yes. Mm. So by the time you watch, <laughs> by the time you watch this, everything will have happened. So you'll know immediately if we were right or wrong. Basically, we're just gonna make probably we're gonna make three predictions here. All three of us are gonna gotcha. say who we think we're gonna assume that the fifth smash fighter is getting revealed. We're just gonna assume that that's not the we're yeah. not gonna predict that. I think, so that's, I think work, that's work fine. with me on that one. I just want you to predict who you think will be revealed the fighter. Real not who you want realistic Ooh. two prediction two <laughs> will Breath of the Wild sequel be there yes or no simple thing. And your third and final prediction is I want you to say a game you think will be there. Assuming Breath of the Wild's not there and they're showing something else, what other Nintendo thing will be shown there? So let's start with Smash Brothers. Or do you want, well, let's start with the easy one to give you more time to think. Breath of the Wild sequel, yes. Bloodworth. Yes. Oh, yes, yes. Brad's, I'm yes. yes. Brad's, yes. Yeah. Brad thinks yeah. it'll be there. Bloodworth, yeah. do you think it'll be there?
2: Uh, yeah, they've got a long history for Zelda stuff being That's there. That's I like A yeah. yeah.
0: long Blood history. Word. Long history. What's that long history, Blood? Isn't that where they showed the
2: first thing where they were, like, playing the game?
0: Yeah, they showed off Breath of the Wild, AJ, Numa and Miyamoto. That's, that's one instance. That's not a long history. Oh,
1: didn't they have the shadow drop for the DLC there? The first DLC? Yes, yeah. there oh, yeah. you
0: go. There you go. Yeah. So there's your long history. I'll <laughs> give it to you now. <laughs> so, okay. Okay. So, yes. But
2: they've had, like, music performances and stuff as well, yes. haven't they? Yeah.
0: Yes. Yes. If it is coming out next year, it will be at the game awards. Yeah, dude, it's going to so out. So I'll say yes yeah! because I believe it is coming Hell out yeah. next year. If it's not showing up tonight, I mean it's still to it's still obviously can come out next year, but like my faith will be shaken mm. in the 2020 release date. So all three of us are yes. yes. Um do you have your fighter yet or do you want to like do the game prediction? Um I have a fighter, but I think it might be something that Brad is going to say, too. Hey, you both can say the same thing. Yeah. I'm, uh, all right. So this is the fighter we think will realistically be revealed tonight. Oh, last night as you're watching <laughs> this. Sorry, but we were recording before the Game yeah, Awards. Yeah. I apologize. They get it. Yeah. It's <laughs> is
2: hard to follow. Uh, chrono.
1: Chrono?
0: Run. That's not what I was going to say. But, <laughs> oh, <no>. I <laughs> uh, but I said realistic. <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh. yeah,
1: I wish. That music library to yeah. go along oh, with yeah, it. yeah, that's the dream, Bloodworth. Oh. Uh,
2: and there'll be a, a Surge palette swap.
0: Wow. Well, okay.
2: Uh,
1: I'm going to say Sora. I think there's a I possibility. I said realistic. <laughs> oh, it's realistic, Damiani. Well, at least. <laughs> yeah. There's a history, there's precedent there, dude. Clouds, there <laughs> they have a relationship with Square. Why? It's possible, Damiani. Banjo Kazooie came in Smash. <laughs> Anything is possible, like Grinch is possible. Like the rumor, <laughs> No, not the Grinch.
0: Let that thing die, <laughs> <laughs> let the past die. for the holidays, baby. The Grinch is coming in. <laughs> I mean, do you see the rumor about Banjo? Like, this is all part of a thing because they're gonna make a, a re release of the two games in HD mm-hmm. called Banjo Redoey. Dude, <laughs> <laughs> that'd be sick. We do i re It would be cool uh, if that was
2: like uh, Halo style where you could like pop between the N64 version and like an all new completely mm-hmm. different textures.
1: Whew. You better not say a Fire Emblem character. No, I will not say a Fire Emblem <laughs> character.
0: I think they're going, no, they're going all uh, unique characters this time. All third party. Uh, I do think third party most likely. Yeah, yeah. it'll probably be a third party character. I mean, now I just want to do like the square next sweep with your two suggestions and just throw in my, my thing in Kevin, Kevin? yeah, Kevin, yeah, Kevin, Kevin from Trials the of Trials of Mana. I wish, that yeah, Kevin sick. will be showing up. Um, you know what? I think mine will be the more realistic of the three of yours, mm-hmm. Gino, Gino, realistic. Yeah. Uh,
1: uh, I yeah, it's possible. I feel like Gino would so be the, with the final. Character they had, right? The final character. That I was. I mean, the, I wish that's it. the square next. I mean, Gino. That'd be. I will sick. acknowledge
0: everyone has a rumor out there. I've seen Gex. People are sure oh, it's Gex, Gex. is going to be in there. It's a terrible a idea. Gex. I've seen Cosmos from Xenosaga. Yeah, apparently mm-hmm. is like everyone's okay. convinced Cosmos is going to be in there as well. So there, I've seen people besides your Sora craziness. Uh, Master Chief. It's not crazy. I've seen Master people Chief want is, Master is Chief. not
2: that are outside the box i don't think i mean they
0: demonstrate anything's possible yeah i think that's a good good shot i think the longest shot the most impossible of any outcome um i had someone tweet at me because i asked for their suggestions or what they'd love to see one person replied back they would love to see a sony character represented in smash Oh, because well, we already be have a, Banjo-Kazooie. Would there, you, would there remotely be a chance Sony. of a Sony character mm. showing up in Ooh. Smash Brothers? Who? Kratos? Mm. Knack? Ratchet and Clank would be <laughs> good. Knack. Ratchet and Clank
2: would be real good, oh dude. My God, Knack yeah, up, but
1: it, I think they'd want to choose something more, like, current. Ratchet's kind of, like, on the back burner. Unless and there's a new Ratchet game coming out. It's a little on the back burner, I mean, the, but it's not been that long. I, it's been a couple years, man. We haven't heard anything about it. And, like, with the movie flopping, just, like... Sure. I don't know. Eh, I mean Spider Man. Like dude, that'd be crazy. Like, <laughs> Spider <laughs> Man. Kratos would actually okay. be
0: sick. <laughs> if it was okay. Spider Man would absolutely destroy the internet. Spider Man just swings in the action. <laughs> Peter Parker swings in action. Here we go. That uh that music, we'd get a smash remix of like the Spider Man thing. I
2: mean, could you like Instead of like another Smash Brothers, we actually get like a Marvel universe game that's basically Smash oh, Brothers. Smash Brothers, hm. yeah, yeah.
0: I, yeah. I mean, Capcom make amends with Marvel. Make that MVC next MVC installment happen, please. Just waiting for that to happen. I think it'll happen, but yeah, I think a Sony character would be like the most at uh, the, the lowest chance of anything I can think of. Just like. As you said, the pool of characters, it's like putting Kratos in there doesn't really – I mean, yeah, would get a reaction, but it would be like a little weird. Mm-hmm. I don't think Neck is too much of a meme, mm-hmm. I think, to throw yeah, in 100%. there. Yeah, um, Like we'd laugh at it, but I don't know who like They would... could
1: put like Crash in it. I don't know.
0: That would be – Activision, yeah, they totally. Yeah, act- yeah. I mean, I mean but it, it, that, it's it actually not
2: it. a terrible. That's
0: yeah, that's pretty People realistic. Would, I oh, mean, crazy. Activision would love to get. Yeah. I mean, I bet Activision would love to get crashed in there. It's just a matter of working those details out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, as I said, I think anything's possible. Yeah, I like this. I like not having. I've heard like nothing about the I heard nothing about the, like the last several of these. I don't think I heard about any of these. I've heard crazy theories. I don't think any of them have been right. Like none of the new Fighter Pass stuff has been like exactly yeah. right that I've been told, so which is nice contrast to some of the stuff during leading up to the original release where people did get stuff. Where I was like, no, stop. Uh, it will definitely not be Waluigi. Yeah, I don't think zero nah. percent chance is Waluigi. I am so sorry. Not till the next one. I can confirm now it will not be Waluigi. <laughs> Waluigi will not be playable in Super Smash Bros. Ultimate at any point.
2: Could you imagine if he like he was and like trying to like introduce him? It's like it's Waluigi from uh, mm. some sports games, yeah. Yeah. Mario Kart. Waluigi. Yeah, <laughs> he was. Uh, we needed eight. We needed eight players, and uh, so we made this guy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, this wasn't part of the prediction. I know we have to pick up a game, but real quick, yes or no, do you think beyond if a fighter is announced tonight, do you think they'll even tease anything about the future? Because they're making more fighters? Mm. Is it, will it strictly be the fifth fighter reveal, or do you actually think there will be any tease of what's to come?
1: I think they'll just say, like, more fighters coming or something like that. How long ago was Terry? That was, like, two months
0: ago? Like, coming out? Yeah. Like, the trailer or implemented? Yeah, it was, like, October. Oh. I think, November, October, Yeah, because I just wonder, because oh, yeah, right, the,
2: the typical pattern is announce them surprise, big splash, and then, what, a few months later, then we get, like, the details of how he works, yeah. and then it's out. I I think with them going beyond the initial promises, I think they could upend that a little bit. I think it could be possible that we, we just get the next character, and then we get the tease for whoever's after them.
0: Mm think the very least, they will reveal the plan for the future, like mm-hmm. the details of the plan. Whether it's going to be five more characters yeah, or, next year. hey, it's going to be an uh, unspecified amount of time. Just going forward, we'll make an announcement. We're ready to announce a new character. But like, don't plan. But I have to believe they're probably going to try and sell it as another fighter pass, which mm-hmm. will be like, oh, five more characters. Like, Think that is probably what they'll follow. They'll probably follow pretty closely to what they just did before. Mm-hmm. So, it's called like Fighter Pass Season 2 or something like that. All right. The last thing. Last thing the crunch on here. The last prediction. What game will be revealed? What Nintendo game will be revealed at the Game Awards? Like brand new. Yeah, brand new. Was that was that trailer? Pikmin 4. Oh God. Pikmin Four. Yeah, those rumors have been circling for a
2: long time.
0: Olimar is back. Olimar's back. You just see a boot walking across some grass and you just see the color little like head mm-hmm. sprout out. Mm-hmm. And he picks them up. Yep. He picks up four of them. And he's got a
1: gun now. Yeah. He's got a shotgun. Gosh, that's what I said. Like. He's got a space <laughs> shotgun.
0: <laughs> and a pulse rifle. Yeah. It's like and they're like Pikmin. They transform into guns yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's presented by Miyamoto. Yeah. People might uh, know me as a person who doesn't like guns in my games, but I have decided that this is a very... No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> he finally allows guns into his games now. <laughs> All right. Pikmin 4 from Brad. You got anything in blood?
2: Uh, I am just thinking something stupid, like Pokemon helmets or whatever the third... What is the third so, Pokemon gonna be?
0: So you go with the third Pokemon game instead of something like Bayonetta three. Or, that's not brand new though. That's
2: not a reveal, but it, it's okay, been a so while. Let
0: me yeah, I, let me clarify that, Brad. You can redo this. Then. Oh, I would have said Bayonetta three. Then. Okay, so Brad's Bayonetta three mm-hmm. for realistic. Yeah, we're doing realistic. So yeah, just something shown. I apologize. What will be like the vi- like the trailer? Can it be a already announced game? Um, I meant a new trailer. That's what I meant, Brad. Sorry. Ah, Man, I think it's
2: been long enough to re-tease Metroid Prime Four. Ooh! Wow! Blood went there. But they need to actually show an engine. No. We need to see something. We need to see that helmet. Just a new
0: logo. (laughs) Just like the most dramatic buildup, and just a logo appears. Uh, Blood, I would love to see Metroid Prime Four, and I know I said yes or no but I'm going to push back a little bit. I think there's no way in hell that's showing up at the Game Awards. That's like a, that's like an like E3 special right there. That's like Breath of the Wild 2 will be their big playable game at E3 this year, and in our direct, we are showcasing the brand-new updated version of Metroid Prime 4, reintroducing it from the first time from renowned studio Retro. I don't think it's going to be at the Game Awards. I know Keely would love it. I know we've had so many times where Reggie showed up with a Metroid pin, mm-hmm. and we're like, it's happening, but you know Bloodworth, but <laughs> it's far more likely, but it's still Metroid. Do you know what I'm going to say, Bloodworth? The trilogy? There you go, Bloodworth. Mm-hmm. I'm curious, What do you th-
2: do? You think that they will just g- pop it on a,
0: a card, or do you think that they'll enhance it some way? I bet it is enhanced. Yeah. I bet they overhauled gyro. the. I bet the, no, the visual update. I think it's a visual yeah. update. Mm. In fact, until it was confirmed, Blue Point was working on a Sony project exclusively. I actually thought before and before I heard the retro rumors, I thought Blue Point was doing a, a Metroid Prime trilogy like remake or whatever. Essentially, mm. like they were overhauling the graphics. And I was like, oh yeah, that's per- that makes too much sense. It's obvious. And then it's like, oh. The rumor is Retro is actually doing it themselves. Okay, oh, and Blue Point's working on PS5. Yeah, never mind. That isn't so obvious. I think it'll be a major visual overhaul, and I bet they do some quality of life updates to it as well.
2: Sure. Okay. Yeah, I mean, they've got to do something different in a way because you've got the original control scheme that a lot of people weren't that into, and then you had the Wii control scheme that people really liked, mm-hmm. but uh corruption in particular like there's not a way to play like you've got to like map all that stuff to not use motion controls now you know it's it's like that game is entirely built around pointing controls and motion controls
0: yeah i mean if there's a way if there's a way they'll figure it out i mean obviously you can take the Joy-Cons, but I mean, what are you going to do? I mean, is mm-hmm. people just be like, hey, you can't play with motion controls on the Switch Lite or something like that, you know, All or right. is it even playable on Switch Lite? I bet they find a way to do it uh, for some of that, or they just rework how it happens. Like, some of it gets streamlined and automated, so there's no more, like, manual aiming for maybe some of the stuff, like, the more complicated stuff where, you know, like, ripping, like, the grapple rip thing, it's like, now it's just a button press. Like, mm-hmm. lock on, press it push again to pull it off instead of like, oh, you got to like do the whip motion and stuff, you know, stuff like that. But I get you. I've seen like people like Skyward Sword, people like, why couldn't you just like hold down a, a like a trigger button and then remap links like motion, the sword motion to the right analog during that moment. So like you're locked in and then use that. Uh, it's like, I, I guess that would work, but like it's more, Nintendo really cares about how it feels. Like does yeah. it feel good to do? Not just does it actually Whereas, work? Again, like that, yeah. that door rip, like yeah that feels real good. Yeah, so it's a question about that. Um, I still think it'll happen, though. But I think it is more likely to be shown tonight than uh, than Metroid Prime Four, unfortunately. But that would that would have been like my pick, just because I know like Jeff would love to have. Metroid thing at the Game Awards since <laughs> it so just hasn't been there. Maybe next year he'll get Metroid Prime Four gameplay reveal or something. I don't know. Or like a actual live demo of it. You know, that could be the dream for Game Awards 2020. But yeah, I don't think it's happening this year. Um, I also don't think we you mentioned Bayonetta Three. Yeah, I think it has a history, like it was revealed there, mm-hmm. so like they could probably show that as well. But I'd be I wouldn't be surprised at all if it ended up not being there either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Secretly
1: hoping for Mario too.
0: <sighs> you mean Odyssey too, or, or be, yeah. new 3D, or new 3 yeah, yeah. new, new 3D Mario? Mario. Yeah,
1: Ooh.
0: yeah, I'd like that too. Yeah, you would. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you would. Yeah. I also don't think there's another game Retro's working on anymore. You think like, you I've it? seen people be like, "Oh, Retro's other project." I'm like, eh, I don't think that
2: exists anymore. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, Unless without knowing teams. anything about it, it's hard to say. Yeah. i can't really because it could be far enough along to where like they're doing early production on metroid and then just like as people finish up what they're doing on the other game moving them over yeah
0: i don't think the only thing i think of is i mean we got Xenoblade chronicles uh hd coming out remaster whatever it's called coming out this year so i don't i don't know if we'll hear about the third Xenoblade chronicles 3 no. Yeah. I, don't I mean, so. I know it's being worked on. or They're working on another They're Xena working project? on a whole new thing. Yeah. I think. yeah. So I don't know if we'll hear about Monolith Sauce project at this either, unfortunately. I think, honestly, at the end of the day, it's probably Smash Smash Fighter,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Breath of the Wild, or something like Bayonetta or Metroid Prime Trilogy, yeah. something along like, yeah. that. like that. We'll see. So my pick was Metroid Prime Trilogy for official for our thing. Sorry we took so long on that. But yeah, we'll see. I'm still yes, excited. Yeah, it's me too. Right now, I'm feeling like the excitement. Yeah, even, maybe. even like not, not <laughs> just the Nintendo announcements, like all the announcements. Uh, people tween, they're there already. It's like, are they going to reveal something? Or are they just there and enjoy the festivities? And it's like, you never know. You never, know. You never, know. You never know. Never know. Really. <laughs> never know. So that's going to do it for this episode of Friend Code. Um, as I mentioned earlier, there was no patron uh, Q and A for this episode, just because I was worried it was going to go too long, and we're right at that, like n- under ninety minutes. I thought it was going to be about ninety minutes, so we we're pretty close. And uh, but for future episodes, when uh, we do the normal format, if you'd like to submit a question for consideration, uh, you need to be a five dollar and up patron. Uh, I'll make a post calling for your questions, uh, just anything related to Nintendo, and we'll work it into our patron Q and A section at the end of each episode. Also, if you're a $5 up patron, you get episodes of many of our shows early as part of our early access tier. Um, If you didn't catch the post I made earlier this week, unfortunately, we're recording later in the week. So there is no early access version of this episode of Friend Code. But in general, you get episodes of Friend Code early as part of early access on Wednesdays. For everyone else, it's on Fridays. And also... We got some shout outs yeah. for the month of December 2019. Our official shout outs are L Thanis, Greg the Dark Knight Kettering, Caleb Togi Crawford, Will Schmuck, and Fantasy Critic. Games. Thank you to our shout out. <laughs> shout, out. Shout, out. shout out. I meant to say shout out, but hey. No, to Bra- I don't think you have to quite go to that and say that after, but I, I, I like it. If you don't like it, write to Brandon. We'll, be like, fi- we'll find a way, to, we'll f- find tell, a way for be Friend like, Code to do it. Yeah, be like, Damiani, no, that's bad. I am now canceling my shout out pledge because of you. It's okay. I understand. No, thank you. If it's too much, I'll, I'll do it however you need me to do it next time. But my first time, I'm trying. Uh, but thank you uh, for joining me on this episode of Friend Code. We got to go get ready for the Game Awards. And until next time, may the way of the hero lead to the Triforce.